In this video, we're talking the turmoil Roman Reigns has caused within WWE holding the main event scene and its titles hostage. Let's get into it. The Angle Podcast. Angle Podcast. The Angle Podcast. The Angle Podcast. The Angle Podcast. It's the Angle Podcast. How exciting! Welcome back to your favorite wrestling, pro wrestling and entertainment show. Welcome back to the Angle Podcast. We are live on two platforms right now. We are live right here on YouTube and right there on TikTok. I apologize to the TikTok crew have just been waiting uh, patiently the last couple of minutes. I've been sitting here in silence while we set up the chat here, set up the stream on YouTube. But we're back after seven long months. We are live streaming right here on YouTube. My TikTok friends above have seen me quite a few times before, but today we're combining the two. And uh, welcome back to the Angle Podcast. Now, before I go any further, let me just kind of describe what today's show will be like uh like i said we're live on both tiktok and youtube but here's the kicker i'll only be live on tiktok for the first 15 minutes so at around 3 15 i'll be ending the tiktok stream and everyone who's watching on tiktok can click the link in my bio and head over to youtube and finish watching the stream right here on youtube with everyone who's watching uh here on youtube we are Wow, I'm looking at my numbers on YouTube right now. We are close to 16,000 subscribers. Uh, I think we're less than 50 subscribers away from 16,000, which is insane to me. Uh, I see people filing in uh, in the chat. My friend, the Demon Diva Issa is here. I'm so glad to see Issa. Uh, she is my co-host for TLR, better known as the Ludicrous Report on the Know Your News channel, which I do with her every Tuesday live at 3 p.m. Uh, so I want to thank everybody for tuning in, coming back after seven months away from live streaming. Uh, what a journey. What a time it's been to be a pro wrestling fan. There's so many things in pro wrestling right now that are really kind of, uh, I guess, triggering me, I want to say. Uh, but some topics that I do want to discuss in this stream are as follows. We're going to be talking about Roman Reigns. We're going to be talking about the bloodline, where Roman Reigns uh, and the bloodline go from what happened at Night of Champions. Uh, possibly a new title design for Roman Reigns. Seth freaking Rollins, the new world heavyweight champion on Monday Night Raw. And there's a few other things I want to be talking about, but I might as well just uh, get into it. So without further ado, let's, uh, let's jump into all things WWE. Again, if you're just tuning in, we are we are live on both TikTok right now, right here on TikTok, right here on YouTube, two platforms at once. And again, if you're just tuning in, uh, if you're if you're watching on TikTok, we'll be live on TikTok for the first 15 minutes of the show. After around 3:15, I'll be ending the live on TikTok, and you can head over uh, to my live stream on YouTube just through the link in my bio. Uh, which is very easy to find. I know the Lincoln bio is kind of a cliche thing to say now, uh, but yeah, you can head there. So many things regarding Roman Reigns. This guy has had one hell of a run the last couple of years. 
But really, the last couple of months have been, in a sense, turmoil uh, for Roman Reigns. Becoming the longest reigning undisputed universal champion in the last 35 years. Okay, Roman Reigns hitting 1,000 days. Yes, I said 1,000 days as your WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion. Impressive. That's the only word I could say is impressive. It's been a long time since WWE has really put thought and effort into title runs. We're seeing it happen throughout the landscape of WWE. Bianca Belair being the longest reigning uh, Raw Women's Champion, I think, of all time at 400 and. 20 plus days uh we're seeing the usos are what they were the longest reigning tag team champions in wwe history gunther is less than 100 days away from being the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time roman reigns like i said 1000 days he's the one in 1000 and on friday night smackdown which is uh tonight we'll be celebrating roman reigns and his what 1000 days as universal what what is it 1000 days as the wwe universal heavyweight champion there's a lot of rumors circling around on social media uh there is rumor there are rumors that there will be a new title design debuted on friday night smackdown hand delivered to roman reigns uh officially combining the wwe championship and the universal championship combining them to be the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion. Now, first things first. I wish, I hope that WWE gets rid of the term universal. Because, quite frankly, it's cheesy. It's been cheesy since the day it debuted uh, on that red championship. It's, a, it's just something that Triple H has tried to get away from for a very, very long time. I think it should just be the undisputed WWE Championship and eventually just become the WWE Championship. Uh, Roman Reigns is the face of WWE. He is the WWE. So might as well give him the title that represents that, which would be what? The WWE Championship. It's not rocket science. It's pretty simple. And I think that they should be doing that on Friday Night SmackDown tonight. Before we go any further, I do want to thank... Everybody who's in the chat right now, uh, I see Isa, Eric, uh, the TLD. Uh, there is a plethora of people, and I'm so thankful for you all uh, being in here right now. Uh, it's the first time that I'm streaming back after seven long months. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, and I all I have to, honestly, I have to take this time to uh, give kudos and, get, and show gratitude uh, for my co-host of TLR, Isa, the Demon Diva. She really kind of uh, motivated me and inspired me to get back into live streaming uh, just because she has such a devoted audience. I see her all the time on YouTube. She's one of the hardest working wrestling content creators there are. And uh, I give her all the kudos in the world, especially being a woman in the industry and just killing it and, and proving to the world uh, that she is the real deal. And I cannot wait to see her. Uh, in person when we go to SummerSlam in August. I'm very excited, uh, and hopefully, you know, we can get uh, some good content there. But yes, Roman Reigns, the WWE Undisputed Universal Champion. Rumors circulating around that he will be getting a new Undisputed WWE Championship tonight on SmackDown at his 1,000-day, what was it? 
1,000-day Universal Championship run. Are we going to see Rikishi? Are we going to see the Usos finally come together and kick the crap out of Roman Reigns? Or are we going to see Solo Sokoa spike Jimmy and Jay? Or are we going to see Roman Reigns just murder everyone in his family? That includes the Usos, Solo Sokoa, and hey, maybe even Paul Heyman. He is the wise man, and I'm sure he has a plan. Uh, but if you are just tuning in and you see the title of this video, yes, Roman Reigns and the Bloodline Plans Throughout W Throughout 2024. Uh, Roman Reigns is the longest reigning undisputed champion or universal champion in WWE history. Over 1,000 days. WWE is looking forward to having him beat Hulk Hogan's record, which is roughly 1,400 days. So if that is the case... Roman Reigns will be the undisputed WWE Universal Champion through September of 2024. That is a long damn time. Now, a lot of people may not like that. I know there's people in the chat like Isa who will be infatuated with that idea of Roman Reigns holding on to the title almost till 2025, which is crazy to even think about because we're only in 2023. This storyline is, quite frankly, one of the top five, I would say top three, WWE storylines of all time. Plain and simple. The best storyline of all time has to be The Undertaker and Kane with the inclusion of Paul Bear. The second of all time has to be Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon. The third, I have to go and say that it's Roman Reigns and the Bloodline. There is There has not been a... Faction this strong, there has not been a storyline this strong since roughly, I would say, 2005. And I like to compare uh, this storyline and the bloodline to what Triple H did with Evolution back from 2022 or 20, 2002 to about 2005, uh, where he brought in Ric Flair. He brought in uh, a young blood like Randy Orton, a young, another young blood, but a beast uh, in Batista. And that's kind of what we're seeing with the bloodline. Roman Reigns brought in uh, a young Solo Sokoa, an established tag team like the Usos, the wise man, Paul Heyman. Uh, and if you look back to the evolution time in roughly 20, 2004, 2005, uh, Randy Orton became intercontinental champion and then went on to become the world heavyweight champion, the youngest world heavyweight champion in history. And obviously Randy Orton is a legend, future Hall of Famer. Uh, in regard to Randy Orton, I, I do hope that he makes a full recovery and we can see him back in the WWE, even for one last RKO. So uh, hoping the best for Randy Orton. But back to kind of what I'm saying with Evolution, uh, Triple H being the leader of Evolution uh, went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Randy Orton, really helping create the superstar that is Randy Orton. Uh, he did the same thing with Batista. And I think that we're seeing the same style happen with the bloodline. Roman Reigns is already a made man. He's helping establish the Usos as one of the greatest, if not the greatest tag team in WWE history. Roman Reigns is also helping develop Solo Sokoa into the next generation of the bloodline. The next main eventer of WrestleManias. The next tribal chief. Uh, so it's really, really cool to see, especially... Uh, 
you know, the rise of Solo Sokoa and where he's he's bound to go. We've seen him already in main event matches on Raw and SmackDown against Cody Rhodes, against Seth. I mean, this guy is just doing amazing things with not even being a full year on the main roster coming from NXT. Now, uh, speaking of Roman Reigns, and I know we'll be getting into Seth Rollins later, I always love to find fun facts about pro wrestling just because I love it so much. Uh, but today, June 2nd, 2023, is actually nine years to the day where Triple H announced Plan B. Seth Rollins turned on the shield and became the architect Seth Rollins. And it's only fitting that today he's now the new World Heavyweight Champion, the first inaugural World Heavyweight Champion, and that was presented by Triple H. So full circle moment nine years later to the day where Seth Rollins turned on Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose, ending the shield and being really plan B for Triple H. Yeah, so fun fact. But back to what I'm saying about the bloodline. Uh, in this case, Solo Sokoa would kind of play the role of... Batista, I would assume. Uh, and maybe even mixing that with a little bit of Randy Orton. Uh, but it's really exciting to see what is going to happen. There have been rumors and reports. And if you do follow me on TikTok, which we are live here on TikTok as well. Uh, if you see me looking up, I'm not looking up at nothing. I'm looking up at my TikTok crew. We have a bunch of people in the chat here and uh, enjoying the show as well there. And then if my TikTok people, if you see me looking down, it's because I'm live on YouTube as well. Uh, but we're going to wrap up soon on TikTok. Uh, it's already 3.15. I can't believe that already. Uh, so if the people on TikTok who are watching and enjoying the show, if you would like to uh, continue watching the show, click the link in my bio, click on my YouTube channel, and you can continue watching the show. Uh, I'll wrap up in another 30 seconds or so. Let me just finish my thought here. I think that the next Tribal Chief, the next WrestleMania main eventer will be Sola Sokoa. And if, if there's anyone who can dethrone Roman Reigns, if not for Cody, it's Sola Sokoa. Plain and simple. Now, for those uh, who are live with me here on YouTube, uh, I'm going to wrap up right now on TikTok. Uh, and while I do that... Uh, kind of give you some more information of where you can find me, the host and creator of the Angle Podcast, Joey Carney, where you can find me, where you can find more of the Angle Podcast, uh, and all that good stuff. So if you're watching, we'll be right back. I'm going to fall. I'm going to uh, finish up on TikTok and I'll be right back with you. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. You can follow the Angle Podcast on Instagram and Twitter at the Angle Radio and on TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube at the Angle Podcast. All right. I apologize. Back to your scheduled programming. Uh, we're back. We're live here on YouTube. Only on YouTube for all the people uh, who joined me on TikTok. I hope we can you can follow over right here to YouTube. And uh, let's let's get into some stuff. Let's let's get into all things regarding Roman Reigns, the bloodline in WWE. Meanwhile, we've been doing that for the last near 20 minutes. Uh, so let's continue that. Roman Reigns. Oh, let me just close this phone. Sorry. Whoop. But uh, yes, Roman Reigns tonight will be celebrating what? 1,000 days. 1,000 days. 1,000 days. I apologize. For the, uh, as Universal Champion of WWE. Hopefully getting a new championship belt 
Uh, I think it's time he's listed on WWE.com as the WWE Undisputed Universal Champion. He's listed once, holding two belts. Uh, we've seen this done before. We saw this done in 2014. Uh, John Cena uh, was, or Randy Orton was the Undisputed WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Then it went to John Cena. Then it went, uh, no, it went to, from Randy Orton to uh, Daniel Bryan, I believe. Uh, Daniel Bryan became the Undisputed WWE World Heavyweight Champion at WrestleMania 30. Uh, and eventually, Brock Lesnar went on to win those titles, and he debuted a single singular title. Um, so I think that it's time that WWE does the same now with Roman Reigns. Uh, you can you can beg to uh, debate the idea that yes, Roman Reigns is the undisputed WWE Universal Champion. He deserves to hold two titles uh, because he is literally the king of WWE. Uh, why would you give him one title when he has earned two? Uh, that one title would be the value of those two. So it's not like you're taking a title away from him. You're just creating one giant one, one more prestigious one, and giving him uh, a moment as well as a new championship to start a new lineage, or not a new lineage, but a new uh, aesthetic history, I would say, in WWE. So if that is the case, I'm very excited to see that new title design. I know there's been title designs in the works for quite some time with WWE. Uh, I think it's the reason why they really haven't touched on the reason why a SmackDown superstar is holding the Raw Women's Championship and a Raw Women's uh, Raw superstar is holding the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, I believe they're going to be doing like a Women's World Championship on Raw that resembles the New World Heavyweight Championship in some capacity. And the SmackDown Women's Championship would be somewhat of what the new title of Roman that Roman Reigns will be carrying going forward after Friday Night SmackDown tonight. Uh, so let's get into a deep, in-depth conversation about what happens to the bloodline. So at Night of Champions, we saw Jimmy Uso finally lose his cool and take out Roman Reigns. Kind of cornering Jay Uso and telling him, I'm doing what you should have done a long time ago. Did Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens get into Jimmy's head? Or is this really how Jimmy Uso feels? Because if you look back to when Jay Uso was main event Jay Uso, which by the way, Jay Uso as a singles competitor would knock it out of the park and be fantastic on either brand in WWE. But when Jay was main event Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso was out with injury. Uh, Jay Uso really kind of had to. Uh, really deep, deep, deep down into his soul and figure out if he wanted to be with the one, the tribal chief, Roman Reigns, or if he wanted to uh, go on his own and kind of find his way. And he chose to join Roman Reigns and Jimmy Uso returned. Uh, and Jimmy Uso was the one really to fill in the gap, the void between Jay Uso and Roman Reigns. Jay U or Jimmy Uso essentially... Uh, kind of aligned himself with Jey Uso and decided, hey, we need to be a part of this. We need to, we are the bloodline. We need to be a part of Roman's history because Roman will essentially bring us up. And he did to the main event of WrestleMania for the tag team titles. So Roman Reigns right now is finding himself in a pickle because he's having, and this is, this is a really cool thing too, because this is where, 
the words cinematic, the words emotional, the words uh, relatable come into play when it involves real life and the bloodline storyline. Roman Reigns is between a rock and a hard place right now because uh, he has celebrating something that really a few people in their life, a few people in history have done, celebrating 1,000 plus days. Wait, was it one? No, it was 1,000 days as the undisputed universal champion of WWE. He is celebrating that, but in the, at the same time, his family kind of told him to piss off. How many times have we been in situations, and I know I can speak for myself, but even the people watching right now, how many times have you been in situations where something really good happens, but at the same time, something really bad happens? And you have to go back and forth where you're going into this really good thing feeling shitty, but you're going into this really bad thing looking forward to that good thing to bring some positivity. So I feel like Roman Reigns is in that position. He is maybe losing some confidence in himself because his family has essentially started to fall apart. But maybe he is gaining confidence knowing that his family is being left behind. He is going on to bigger and better things. Undisputed champion, 1,000 days, plus 1,000 days. Maybe he doesn't need them anymore. So, you know, on one side of the equation, we have the Usos who really, or should I say Jimmy, who are just, we don't need you, Roman. We don't need you. But then again, Roman may be looking at them and saying, hey, you stabbed me in the back, but that only made me realize that I'm bigger, badder, and better than you and you will ever be. So there has to be some sort of middle ground here. And I feel like the middle ground could be Paul Heyman. The middle ground could be Solo Sokoa. Uh, for the time being, Solo Sokoa has kind of been more aligned with Roman Reigns. And if I was to put myself in that position, right? I have a sibling. I have one sibling. If I was in a position where I was arguing with my cousin, where we were literally like fist fighting, like the Usos and Roman, and my sibling didn't have my back, this is not a moral, this is not a moral thing. This is not what's good and what's what's right and what's wrong. This is loyalty. If my sibling didn't have my back, there'd be some issues. If I had a if I had a reason to be right, and everybody does in every situation, I would hope, I would expect my sibling to have my back. Sola Sokoa does not seem to have the Uso's back. Sola Sokoa looks to be aligned with Roman. But then you can debate this. Maybe Sola Sokoa, it's in his name. He's solo. He's by himself. He has siblings. He has cousins. But he is solo. He wants to be by himself. He's aligned with the bloodline, but maybe this is part of a bigger plan. Maybe he's aligned with the bloodline for now. Because if you look at segments, you look at things that have been happening in WWE since he debuted last year in September or so, he really doesn't speak. He really doesn't pick sides. He kind of just 
does this. So it's debatable as to what the hell happens next. <laughs> uh, yes, Issa says Roman needs no one. Um, I could see that, but I do have to disagree for one little detail. Roman Reigns in 2015 was doing the best he could. Right? He was main eventing WrestleMania, winning some, losing some. WWE was really pushing Roman. Um, but I think that at that time, he was really struggling with his confidence because he didn't know who he was. He just knew what WWE wanted him to be, and that was the top face, the top baby face in WWE. I feel like they threw him into the deep end, and he had to swim. And sometimes he sank, but sometimes he got afloat, but he never got past being afloat. And it was only until he came into a partnership with Paul Heyman that, one, he discovered who he was, discovered his abilities, believed in himself, but also finally acknowledged, and I use that word seriously, he finally acknowledged where the hell he came from. Paul Heyman has been a part of the bloodline for before Roman Reigns was even born. Roman Reigns being aligned with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman being aligned with, with Roman Reigns finally showed Roman, this is who you are. This is who you've always meant to be. And now it's time to step up and show the world you are the head of the table. You are the tribal chief. You are the next longest universal champion in the modern era. In the last 35 years, you are the next big thing, pun intended against Brock Lesnar. He is the next big thing in WWE, despite being here for nearly 10 years. So yes, Roman Reigns may not need anyone today, but Roman Reigns did need Paul Heyman. And all the respect to Paul Heyman, because that confidence that I speak about with Roman Reigns, you saw it on TV before. He didn't have that confidence. He just, he knew he had to do a job, and I don't think he believed in himself fully, which is why it didn't work out the way it was scheduled with the boos and the cheers and the big dog stuff. Roman Reigns has always been a star, but it was just in a matter of finding it deep down in himself, and that was Paul Heyman. And without Paul Heyman, I don't think Roman Reigns is where he is today. Um, and that that is a question right there. Does Roman Reigns eventually go ahead without Paul Heyman? The wise man. It took Brock Lesnar 20 years to really step away from Paul Heyman. Brock Lesnar, one of the best the best combat fighter of all time. One of the best WWE superstars of all time. Roman Reigns is on his way, but he's not there yet. Uh, for the modern era, yes, he is. Um, but I think that now is a huge test. The next big test for Roman uh, is to really uh, see, you know, 
are his people, or is, is his tribe, is, is his family going to continue on with him and his success? Or is this where they part? Um, and that is, that's a really big pill to swallow because, again, it's relatable, it's an emotional, and we've all been there. We've all been in situations, whether it's family or close friends, where we reach some success and there's people that we'd expect to be happy for us that are not people we expect to have our back and stay loyal who don't. Uh, and Roman's going through that right now, despite the way he's treated them. And then you can debate one of two things. Roman Reigns is treating his family like complete dog crap. But also you can debate, is Roman Reigns trying to motivate, trying to push, trying to inspire his family? Maybe it's a little harsh. We all need some tough love sometimes. Maybe we need that real kick in the ass. Or a kick to the face. Whatever works in your situation. <laughs> but what we're seeing right now is a huge test to see if the bloodline will fall or if the bloodline will be stronger than ever. Now, there's rumors and reports and, you know, blah, 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 blah. All the, all the, all the media people who put out stuff. And there's a few that I like. There's a few that I believe. There's a few that I trust their journalistic abilities. Not many, but there's a few. Handful, not even. A few that I like. There's a lot more that I don't like that I do like. But they've been putting out things saying Roman's getting a new title or uh, the Bloodline storyline is going to further itself longer than we can even imagine. Uh, and we're at a point in the in the in the storyline where the popcorn's just popping. This is just like the beginning of the good stuff. We're we're not even in the deep end yet. We are like we're swimming with the guppies at the top of the water in the in the shallow end, and we're not even close to being anywhere near the end of the storyline. Um, I think we'll definitely see Roman Reigns versus Jimmy Uso in some sort of match. I think we'll see Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso in some sort of match. I think we'll see Roman Reigns eventually, potentially WrestleMania against Sola Sokoa. I definitely think we'll see the Usos versus Roman Reigns and Sola Sokoa. I think that will probably be happening at Money in the Bank or at SummerSlam. Um, I think that this family, this bloodline needs to beat the holy hell out of each other to come back together, to realize that they do need each other. I think the long-term angle here, and no pun intended to my name of my, of my show, but I think that the long-term angle is Roman Reigns rising to the top, falling, and then truly finding his place in WWE history. I think at the end of this, Roman Reigns will most likely be the biggest and best WWE superstar of all time. I think he'll be the top babyface in the company with or without a title, most likely without a title. I think Roman Reigns is going on. I, I, I'm not even sure where it is. There's, you know, we have the Hulk Hogan's, we have the John Cena's, we have... 
the Triple H's and the Shawn Michaels and the Ric Flair's. Woo! The Ric Flair's. But I think that there's only going to be one Roman Reigns. One type of superstar who, in, who embodies the word superstar. Uh, yeah. We see part one ended at WrestleMania. This is the beginning of part two of the bloodline. I think, yes, this is part, this is the beginning of part two, but I think we have like, this is like an NBA uh, world title. This is, this is going to be like four, four parts, four, four, four periods, maybe even more than that. If it's the world series, it's, it's innings, whatever you want to call it. I think that we're only just getting started with the bloodline. And I think tonight on Friday night SmackDown, like I've been saying this entire time, uh, it's a true testament to where or how strong the bloodline is, how confident Roman Reigns is. Um, you know, we could we can go into SmackDown and the bloodline completely beats the holy hell out of Roman Reigns, or Roman Reigns beats the holy hell out of the bloodline, or they come together. Or no one shows up and Roman celebrates on his own. There's so many different things that could happen tonight. But what I think does need to happen is some sort of reconciliation. I think that now that the tension has kind of cooled down, we're, you know, a week out of Night of Champions. I think Jay and Jay kind of calmed Jimmy down. Um, and I think it's going to take more than that. Because if you look at the hell that Jay Uso went through to get here, I mean, this man wrestled, performed with, against Roman Reigns. An I quit match inside Hell in a Cell. I don't think it gets any worse than an I quit match in a Hell in a Cell with your family. I don't think it gets any worse than that. Um... So I think that for Jay Uso, it's a little tougher to just walk away because he put in so much effort, so much love, so much passion, so much of his time to get to this point. And it's paid off thus far. The longest reigning tag team champions of all time. Main event of WrestleMania. Main event of pay-per-views. Being aligned with the undisputed Universal Champion, the longest reigning of the modern era. I don't think it's so easy to walk away from. And I think it's going to take more for Jay Uso to just do that. I think it's going to take a lot more. I think it's going to have to take maybe Roman beating the crap out of Jay. I mean, of Jimmy. And eventually beating the crap out of Jay again. And that will trigger Jay to remind him of those matches in 2020 against Roman. But regardless, Roman Reigns is nowhere near his fall. I see uh, Steve-O Baby says, Roman Reigns being a baby face, that won't work. He's way better as a heel. I think Solo would be a single. Yeah, you know what? So, uh, Solo will eventually be Solo. Uh, but let's let's look at some of the greats, the greatest of all time, right? Let's, let's take John Cena, for example. John Cena was beloved, still is beloved. But later on in his career, let's go Cena, Cena sucks. The WWE Universe essentially turned on John Cena. They they turned. We turned on John Cena. People were tired of seeing John Cena. People were, were annoyed of John Cena. People were booing John Cena. 
But he went off to Hollywood. And now he gets the biggest pops of all time when he comes back. With Roman Reigns, I think people love to hate him. And some of that hate may be real. Some of that hate may be deep. There are people who despise this man because he barely defends the Universal Heavyweight Championship. He's dethroning records. But I mean, has anyone else been able to do that? No. John Cena wasn't even able to do that. Roman Reigns has a different approach than most. You know, John Cena did as much as he can for the WWE. And then went on to Hollywood to represent the WWE. Roman Reigns maybe looks more in, into himself and his future outside of WWE. But here's the thing. When John Cena left off to Hollywood, he represented the WWE. When, John, when, when Roman Reigns decides to leave the WWE and jump into Hollywood, which he will because he is that kind of superstar, he's not leaving us hanging. He's leaving us a legacy. He's leaving us the bloodline. He's leaving us Jimmy and Jay and Solo and Paul Heyman. He is building up his empire so he can leave and still be here, which I think is really, really cool. Uh, so yeah, Roman Reigns will eventually, and, and I have to disagree with you, Steve-O baby, Roman Reigns, uh, will be the most beloved superstar, maybe in WWE history. I love you, Apron Bump. <laughs> uh, he may be the, he may be the most beloved superstar in WWE history, uh, when he decides to step away. Full-time, even though he is kind of part-time, but from his full-time commitment. Uh, you'll see. You might want to clip this and save it. I don't know how long it will take, but Roman Reigns will be the biggest babyface in WWE, maybe even WWE history. Uh, there will be a time when his entrance music hits and the, and the wrestling world will become unglued. Because we will then realize the legacy he's created the legitimacy that he has helped develop not only for WWE in a sense of reality and and uh and and uh sensitivity and relatability there's so many things that we are experiencing now when was the last time that you felt like emotional or anger in a WWE storyline Outside of the bloodline. You know? When was the last time you even talked about a storyline three, four years after its conception? The bloodline, like I said, is top three storylines in WWE history. And Roman will be maybe the one greatest of all time. Uh, and it's, it's not done alone. Like... Like any, anything else, it's done with a team. Solo will be up there. The Usos will be up there. Paul Heyman, the greatest manager of all time. Um, but looking at the legitimacy that... If you look at that Universal Championship, right? When it first debuted in 2016, 
Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Finn Balor won it, and the next day he had to relinquish due to injury, and it was that red, ugly title that everybody hated, and everybody hated the word universal. And then we had Goldberg win, and we had Kevin Owens win for like five minutes, uh, you know, and then Brock Lesnar, and then Goldberg, and then Brock Lesnar, and then Goldberg. Braun Strowman. I mean, if you look at the champions, the superstars who have held the Universal Championship, I mean, that title desperately needed Roman Reigns. More than Roman Reigns needed that title. Roman Reigns could have still done the bloodline storyline, the big, the tribal chief, the head of the table, without the Universal Championship. But that Universal Championship needed the legitimacy of Roman Reigns and the bloodline. So, you know, if you're looking at the legacy of Roman Reigns, I mean, that title now is the most prestigious title in WWE. Everyone's saying the new World Heavyweight Championship is a secondary title. It's a title created because nobody can beat Roman. Look what Roman has done to that title. The title doesn't make the man. The man makes the championship. That's a, It's been a long time since we've had a situation like this where someone made the championship. That's how it should be. You know, before, if you look at WWE, they put the title on anybody. No lengthy run. It's just they put the title on the person because they want that person to be something. You can't make everybody a champion. But not everybody can make a championship valuable. Not everybody can make a championship legitimate. Brock Les uh, Roman Reigns did that. Brock Lesnar was there. But Roman Reigns did it. He is the one. Uh, yeah, so if you're just tuning in, I've been going on a rant for 45 minutes about Roman Reigns and how great he is, uh, which a lot of people would not expect because, you know, it's very easy to hate him. It's very easy to hate. It's harder to find what you love and what you like. So uh, that's what we're kind of doing here. Uh yeah, so there's a lot more I want to get into. Um, and if you haven't already, please subscribe down below to The Angle Podcast. We are, well, should I say I am, close to 16,000 subscribers here on YouTube. Crazy to me uh, when I think about, you know, followers and subscribers, that many people care to to see what I have, hear what I have to say or see what I create. Um that's honestly what motivates me to, to continue doing that. Um, and if you saw my little commercial before, I am on all other social platforms. You can follow me on TikTok, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. Uh, yeah. And you can not only find me there, you can also find me as a WWE partner as well. Uh, so... Yeah, you can click the link in my description, uh, the WWE link, the WWE shop link. You can shop uh, all WWE merchandise. I'm now a partner with WWE and Fanatics uh, to bring you the best WWE merchandise, but also coupons and savings with WWE merch. Uh, and here is just a little bit more on that. We'll be right back. You can follow the... Yes, yeah, so like I said, The Angle Podcast and Joey Carney, me. Hello, me. Uh, yeah, 
partner with WWE and Fanatics. Uh, you can shop the links uh, in the description of this video and all in my uh, link tree and all the other social platforms. Um, so yeah, I want to thank everybody for listening to that rant. Back to uh, what we're talking about, Roman Reigns. And yeah, I think tonight, to kind of wrap up the Roman Reigns part of the show, the whole part of the show, Roman Reigns will be uh, celebrating 1,000 days as Universal Champion. What was that? 1,000 days. 1,000 days. 1,000 days as your WWE Universal Champion. Tonight on Friday Night SmackDown, Hopefully getting a new championship design. Hopefully re reconciling with the bloodline. If not, he's still the one. He's still the universal champion. He's still the greatest champion in the last 35 years. Uh, there's not much more to say about that. I definitely think that we'll be heading into a storyline with Roman and, so and Solo versus the Usos. Potentially at Money in the Bank. Potentially at SummerSlam. I think that we'll probably get Roman versus Jay, Roman versus Jimmy. Uh, and then in between there, maybe Solo versus Jay, Solo versus Jimmy. Uh, and maybe even a match at WrestleMania with Roman Reigns versus Solo Sokoa. Uh, I think eventually everyone will get tired of Roman Reigns in his family, where Solo Sokoa will step up, align with the Usos, and they will be the new bloodline while Roman steps away. Uh and that will essentially let Roman go do things in Hollywood, uh, be more of a part-time performer, maybe possibly let go of the championship at some point uh, next year. But also, that will make him a babyface if the bloodline destroys him. So, yes. Let's move on to some other things. Seth freaking Rollins is the world heavyweight champion, and it's not going to last long. Plain and simple. Uh, he was the perfect choice to win the championship, to be the inaugural World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, and when I say inaugural, I do say he is the first because if you go look on WWE's website uh, and click on the lineage of the World Heavyweight Championship, it is not combined with the original World Heavyweight Championship. This is a new, new lineage of World Heavyweight Champions in WWE. Uh, so he is the first. He is the inaugural um, but again, it's not about how many days you're champion. And I know we just talked about Roman Reigns. It's, it's not about how many days you're champion. It's not anything like that. It's what you do to make that championship valuable. Uh, you can do that in a month and you can do that in 1000 days, however long it takes you to do it. As long as you do it, uh, Seth Rollins was on a hot streak. He is the only one on raw to be able to, <coughs> excuse me. The only one on Raw that was able to do that, who earned that opportunity, um, I made a I posted today on on Twitter. I thought it was a a, a little a cool tweet. You know, uh, it was a picture of Seth Rollins holding his daughter, and then Seth Rollins holding the World Heavyweight Championship and saying uh, that Seth Rollins is on top of the world. He has two of the best prizes, you know, uh, a child in the World Championship, and I think that that's where he is at right now. I said at the beginning of the show. Nine years ago to today is when Plan B was put into play. Seth Rollins, nine years ago today, turned on Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose, destroyed the Shield, became the architect we all know as Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, and it's only fitting that today, again, he is on top of the mountain. He's the new World Heavyweight Champion. And like I said at the beginning of the statement, he's, it's not going to last long. It's, it's going to end 
at SummerSlam. Plain and simple. And it's not going to be with because of who he's facing. It's going to be because of who wins the money and the bank contract. Now, thus far, we have uh, Ricochet, who has no chance in hell, who's only there to do flippy stuff. All the respect to Ricochet. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura, who I would love to see get a better position on Raw. Uh, you know, being that he is a huge name outside of WWE, he was huge in NXT. Uh, he's a former Royal Rumble... Ro- blah, 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 blah. Can't even say that. Let's rewind. Blah, 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 blah. A former Royal Rumble winner. Faced AJ Styles at WrestleMania. <coughs> Excuse me. It's uh, it's hard to not wish to see uh, Shinsuke Nakamura in a better position. Sorry. I've been talking for almost an hour. It's crazy. Uh, I think tonight we're going to see the winner of the Money in the Bank ladder match qualify on the men's side. And that is... L.A. Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Who? (coughs) L.A. Knight, yeah. I see L.A. Knight being the Money in the Bank winner. (coughs) Oh, my God. I'm dying on screen. Dying on camera. Uh, L.A. Knight, I think, is going to win the Money in the Bank briefcase. Uh, He's going to go on sort of like a winning but losing streak, if that makes sense. We'll see him do some fun stuff. And then dethrone Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. Getting that big push that everyone's been waiting for. Uh, Seth Rollins is the veteran who needed to be the first of that championship. He's not going to do anything major with that championship. It's only just to make him the first. I think that what happens next will make that championship. And I think it's LA Knight. I think that LA Knight will elevate himself, but also the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, Does that mean LA Knight will probably be traded to Raw or just go to Raw? It means he'll probably be traded to Raw. Um, I don't know who would come to SmackDown for LA Knight if he was to win the World Championship. Um, Oh, yeah, I do know. If you're going to trade a World Champion, because if LA Knight wins the World Heavyweight Championship, he's the World Heavyweight Champion. I know that sounds really cheesy and stupid to say. If you win the championship, you get that title. If he is a SmackDown superstar, he will have to be traded to Raw, which means Raw will be trading someone to get their world championship back. You might know where I'm going with this. There's only one way to finish the story. And there's a bunch of stories being told in WWE right now. Everyone's trying to finish a story. Hell, I'm trying to finish a story of this show. But I can't do that without saying this. If LA Knight becomes the World Heavyweight Champion is is a SmackDown superstar, Raw will need to trade a World Champion type superstar to get their World Championship back on the show. LA Knight wins Money in the Bank. Beats Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. Becomes the World Heavyweight Champion. Raw trades Cody Rhodes 
to Friday Night SmackDown for LA Knight so Cody Rhodes can finish his story. But his story is not going to end the way that he wants. His story is going to be closed. His book's going to be closed by Roman Reigns' Superman punch in his jaw. I don't think there is a chance that Roman Reigns is letting that title go, at least to Cody Rhodes. Yet. Yet. Someone will de de defeat Roman Reigns. Now, if you're in the chat right now, if you're watching, you're listening to me right now, let me know in the chat who you'd rather see defeat Roman Reigns. I know Issa is going to say nobody, but you got to pick one. If there's someone who can defeat Roman Reigns on the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania, whether it's 40 or 50 or 60, I don't think it'll be 60. Because at that point, I'll, I'll feel like I'm 60. If there is one person to defeat Roman Reigns, it's one of these two. It is Solo Sokoa or Cody Rhodes. Everybody in the chat, let me know who you think will be the one, the one to defeat the one Roman Reigns. Is it Cody Rhodes or is it Solo Sokoa? I'll wait. I knew that was coming, Issa. <laughs> no one. <laughs> uh, who is it going to be? Rome, who is defeating Roman Reigns himself? <laughs> Nobody likes this. Nobody likes Roman Reigns losing the championship. And if the people in my chat right now don't like it, the chances are a lot of other wrestling fans don't like it either. Oh, man, Eric, he said Sami Zayn. We have Jimmy Uso. We have Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is insane because it's not happening. It's not happening. Sorry. Been there. Tried it. Failed. Didn't do it. He got his moment. And, I and you know, Eric Douglas just said Sami Zayn. And I think that uh, is a topic that we should talk about because everybody wanted Sami Zayn to, like, win the Royal Rumble and, like, defeat Roman Reigns and all this stuff. And, yes, Sami Zayn is excellent. Sami Zayn is on the top of his game. He's one of the favorites in WWE across the board. He's one of the top merch sellers in the company and if by the way if you want to know who sells the, the best merch in wwe go to wwe.com or actually click the link in my description to go to the wwe shop and you can see under the superstars tab they have a few different names they have roman reigns they have john cena they have Sami Zayn, they have cody rhodes you can see there who's the top sellers in wwe Sami Zayn's up there but how do you get Sami Zayn to main event WrestleMania, win a championship, have his moment, but not be a world champion? They did it perfectly. WWE and Triple H did it perfectly. With a cherry on top, if you like cherries. Sami Zayn doesn't need a world championship right now because if my, in my opinion, we're seeing less unless of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens kind of in the big picture in WWE. They're kind of fading back down a little bit, kind, kind of building that tag team division, which, by the way, SummerSlam, it's kind of a secret, and I'll tell you all here as I hit my microphone. SummerSlam. 
So uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn will be defending the undisputed WWE Tag Team titles against three letters, one word, D-I-Y. Ciampa's coming back. Gargano's coming back. We're going to have Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens versus Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa for the undisputed WWE Tag Team titles. That itself is a main event match. It's the best of NXT worlds. The best of the best from NXT for the tag team titles. So Sami Zayn is perfectly well off without being the world champion. So he ain't going nowhere near Roman. Let's see. Uh, Roman will tell Vince he's retiring, then drop the title. Sami Zayn. Nobody's beating Roman. Eric says he Sami Zayn wins money in the bank. He deserves to be world champion. Sure. <laughs> I respect it, but I, I don't I, I personally don't see it happening right now. Um now granted. I would love to see, since Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are on Raw, I would love to see Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins for the world title. I would love to see uh, Seth Rollins versus Sami Zayn for the World Heavyweight Championship. Those would be fun matches. I think I think those three guys, Seth Rollins, uh, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn, are kind of doing their own thing away from Roman. So I don't think they need to be anywhere near Roman. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Who, who defeats Roman for that title? It's either Solo or Cody. And if you ask me now, I would love it to be Cody. Um, it's not that Cody deserves a second chance. Um, I think that it's more of uh, it's it's not going to come down to who deserves a second chance over you know between Cody Rhodes or Sami Zayn's Eric. It's more of who will win the Royal Rumble. You know, is could it be Cody to do it again to kind of go after Roman again? Is it going to be Sami Zayn? Because anybody, everybody who's on the roster deserves to be the world heavyweight champion or the undisputed champion. Everyone who's on the WWE roster is there to be champion. That's the reason they're there. If you're in WWE, if you've made it to WWE, the reason being is that you want to be the best. You want to be the world heavyweight champion. You want to be the undisputed WWE Universal heavyweight champion. You don't, you don't want to be the AEW world champion. You want to be the WWE heavyweight champion. You want to be the kingpin of pro wrestling. Oh, he burned AEW. No, I didn't. Just facts. If you want to be the best of the best, you're in WWE. That's it. End of story. Bye-bye. See you later. There is no other alternative to being the best in professional wrestling. But... I definitely see. I definitely feel it would be in this present moment. I feel it would be Cody to dethrone Roman over Solo, but maybe within the next year we see Solo really rise and really earn that spot. Uh, and same thing goes for Sami Zayn. Maybe Sami Zayn over the next year rises and earns that spot, earns that second chance against Roman. Who knows? Um, I'd be happy to see anything, anything exciting. I'd be happy to see. 
Uh, side note, The Undertaker is back in headlines talking about uh, how he gets you know the itch when he goes to WWE shows. He had the itch at WrestleMania. Um, and there's two guys, if he was able to face, if he were able to get back in the ring, there's two guys he'd want to face. Um, everybody in the chat, if you have an idea, let me know. And I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. But uh, yeah, I'll just tell you. Undertaker would love, if he was able to, would love to come back and face Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Which I think, if you look back, Seth Rollins and Undertaker, you would think that would have happened before. I don't think it has. Correct me if I'm wrong. Obviously, Roman was the second person to beat Undertaker at WrestleMania. Should have been the first. But besides the point. Um, yeah, I don't know how I would feel about Undertaker coming back. Uh, I think that he he rode off into the sunset perfectly and beautifully. Um, yeah, I don't know how I would feel about that. Uh, but we're just hours away from Friday Night SmackDown. Roman Reigns is expected to get a new championship for his what? How many days celebration? It's not 999. It's 1,000 days, 1,000 days as the universal champion. Uh, oh, Eric says he looks at MJF as the best of the best. Um, If you have a chance, go to Issa's channel and watch the live stream we did yesterday. And you can hear my opinion about AEW because it will not be spoken about on this. Uh, in the nicest way possible. I'm just messing with you, Eric. Uh, I don't really watch AEW. Um, I do if I have nothing else to do. Um, I have my reasons, and maybe I'll do a live stream about that. Maybe I'll talk about my feelings towards AEW. Um, I love all wrestling. It's not that I hate AEW. I just prefer to watch WWE. Um, you know, I watch Impact, too. I watch, I watch everything. I mean, um, I don't watch Tyrus. I don't watch Tyrus. Nobody watches Tyrus. Billy Corgan watches Tyrus, but I don't watch Tyrus. Um, I don't watch NWA anymore. After what everything that happened with Nick Aldis, I don't watch NWA anymore. Um, again, I don't hate them. It's just, there's a lot of wrestling. You got to pick and choose. Um, you know, that's the, that's the issue with having so many alternatives and choices. It's on every freaking day. You know, before wrestling was on, you know, Mondays or whenever SmackDown was on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays. It was on two times a week, maybe three times with NXT before it was on TV. It was on, on, on the WWE Network. And then we got NWA, and then we got Impact, and then we got AEW, and then we got Ring of Honor, and we got New Japan. There is more wrestling on during the week than I think news. Like, I think they have more... I'm not sure. It's just it's it, it, it it's too much wrestling. Granted, we asked for more wrestling, and they threw the whole damn thing at us. <laughs> um, but I I typically watch the WWE shows. I watch AEW when I can. Um, 
I watch Impact when I can. Um, it's not that I hate a company. Um, I don't hate anything. It's it it, it hate is a very strong word. Um, I, I I love pro wrestling. I have been a pro wrestling fan since I was three years old. I can kind of give you the backstory as to why and how that happened. Um, but to be upfront, let's get vulnerable. Let's talk about it. Let's let's talk about why and. Maybe it could get you to understand me more as a content creator, as a wrestling fan, as a uh, a wrestling personality on YouTube. Maybe that will be the thing that makes you subscribe and want to see more or, or do more. Um, I've been a wrestling fan since I was three years old. My grandfather uh, used to watch wrestling with me in the living room. Um, I was three years old. And granted, my grandfather was a uh, survivor of war. Um, he had PTSD, he had his issues outside, he had, uh, he, he became an alcoholic and there was only a couple of times where he was able to just forget and enjoy himself, smile, boo, cheer. And that would be when he was watching pro wrestling. So me being three years old, sitting with him, watching him come become a different person. That was infatuating. That was like. That was the coolest thing for a little child to see. Um, someone who was always mad and, and, and had issues to be smiling and enjoying himself. Um, so that is really where my first experience of wrestling came from. And then it became uh, the Attitude Era. You know, seeing the likes of The Rock, his electrifying moments and Stone Cold Steve Austin and DX and Mike Tyson coming in and doing some cool stuff and a Mankind and The Undertaker. There's, there's a dead guy facing a guy that drinks a boat ton of beer but it's not drunk. Like it was just, it was so infatuating to watch. And then we get into 2000s and we have the likes of Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit and Rey Mysterio and Edge. And then we have Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton and John Cena and Batista all these guys come in and then Triple H. There's so much in pro wrestling to love. It comes from seeing someone's experience, how wrestling changed their life. Wrestling now changes my life. I try to use wrestling to change other people's lives. It's just a growth thing. It's progression. And to see where wrestling is today, it is so cool. Like, it's so cool to see, like when, like, when I was growing up, and maybe a lot of you too, I didn't see, like, it wasn't cool to be a wrestling fan. It was a, it was cool to be a wrestling fan during the Attitude Era. Everyone's wearing DX shirts. Everyone's wearing NWO shirts. Then when WWE went to the PG Era, it really wasn't cool to like pro wrestling. Like, there were spinner belts, and there was spinner belts, there was just a lot of things that people didn't care for. It was more of a kid show and like superhero based. And it wasn't cool. And you never saw like I I didn't know any girls or women who were fans of wrestling. And if they were, they were like scared to say it because wrestling was a male dominated uh, demographic. And now we see, you know, women uh, sitting in front row, like the first in line to get tickets for shows. Like we see like Issa and many others, women who are wrestling content creators, just 
making a living talking about what they love. It is so cool to see what we have in the world of pro wrestling today. And I'm so happy to be a part of it. And hopefully I can help it move forward in the way of content creation of, you know, a personality here on YouTube or TikTok or wherever you choose to watch me or listen to me. Uh, I think that there is so much good stuff in pro wrestling than bad. So yes, rant over. Uh, I love everything about pro wrestling. There's not one company that I hate. Um, you know, there's some people in companies I can't stand, but not hate. You know, I'd be able to sit in a room with them or watch them. I don't care, but it is what it is. Uh, I planned on having this stream be like 45 minutes. Um, and anybody who does a live or anybody who goes and does content or, or, or streams, you can attest to the idea that when you say you want to go a certain time, add like another half an hour to that. If that first time I ever streamed was about three years ago. And I said, I'm going to do a 35 minute stream and it ended up being an hour and 52 minutes. I'll never forget that. Um, and I don't even know how one person can talk that long. Like if you think how crazy it is to sit here and talk, like I'm talking to myself, essentially, I'm talking to a camera. Like there's a bunch of you listening and watching, but essentially I'm talking to myself. So to do this, you have to be a crazy person. So why people do podcasts with other people they have guests on. But regardless, uh, I hope that everyone was able to take something away from this today. Uh, this is not a TED Talk. I'm like, welcome to my TED Talk. This is what we're going to talk about wrestling and Roman Reigns. Welcome to my Roman Reigns TED Talk. No, this is uh, a new style that I want to bring to the table. Um, uh, I don't see many content creators in the wrestling realm um, there are a few, like I love watching Isa and there's others that I like to watch. Um, but I don't, I don't feel like there's any who bring like the realism to it. I think it's more of just like, I don't like this and I do like this and Roman Reigns sucks. And then like the bloodline storyline's fun. And like, no, I want to relate it. I want to make this as real as possible because to me it is real, uh, despite it being scripted. It's real to me. <laughs> um, but I hope everybody was able to uh, enjoy somewhat of this show today. Um, take something away from it. Uh, and hopefully you liked it enough to hit subscribe or follow me on all or any of my other platforms. Um, and again, I'll give you a quick second just to see where you can follow me in three, two, one. You can follow The Angle Podcast on Instagram and Twitter at The Angle Radio and on TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube at The Angle Podcast. Yeah, so you can follow me on all those platforms. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at The Angle Radio. Tonight I'll be uh, live tweeting, watching Friday Night SmackDown, hoping that we do get a new title design for Roman Reigns. Hopefully we see some advancement in the bloodline. Uh, and I think that there'll be a lot of fun stuff going forward. Um, and I want to thank everybody who is tuning in watching today but also engaging in the chat um it really does mean the world to me to be able to see so many people like gather around and like listen to what i have to say or care just the littlest um to hear or see or hear what i have to say so 
Um, I'm very excited for the future. Um, going forward, I'll be live every Friday on YouTube at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't already, please subscribe down below. Uh, we are very close to hitting 16,000 subs if we haven't already. Um, and I like to think that my YouTube channel is very, very interactive and there's a lot of engagement. If you go over to my community tab, I post every day on there, sometimes more than once a day. Sometimes it's just overbearing. Uh, my TikTok, I always like to post uh, engaging and fun content over there. Uh, some people tell me it gives them a headache. Um, but, you know, regardless, it's because I love this and I love talking about wrestling and I love uh, where wrestling is headed. And hopefully, sooner or later, you can see me on real TV uh, doing some stuff with pro wrestling. Maybe you can see me on WWE TV in the near future because that would be, that is the goal uh, to, to get noticed and to break out into a bigger platform, work with some of the people that I look up to, the people that motivate me, that inspire me. Um, and I'm very excited for the future. So again, thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, this has been my first live stream back in seven months. I had to dust some of the rust off of me. And uh, I feel like we're a well-oiled machine. We're back and ready to fight. And uh, yeah, like Eric Bischoff always says, I'm back uh, every Friday live at 3 p.m. right here on YouTube. Uh, again, thank you, everyone. And I'm just really excited. And I always like to leave on a positive note, and that is, what a great time it is to be a Roman Reigns fan. No, I'm kidding. What a great time it is to be a pro wrestling fan. Thank you. Enjoy your weekend. And I'll see you live on Twitter later. Have a good one, guys. And before you go, please subscribe to binge more content right here on The Angle Podcast. Thanks for watching.